0: welcome to rpg ramblings with jeff jones this is a special series to promote my newest kickstarter project journey into the madlands this is a post-apocalyptic supplement that is suitable for any game that you may have in mind each episode will have one of the contributors on to discuss an aspect of the project check it out on kickstarter and let's get on with the podcast hello mark jeff how are you doing good so we're in the final stretch
1: yes the final the home stretch <laughs> the last leg as it were, we're on our
0: last legs
1: <laughs> we are on our last legs yes
0: i think this is going to drop thursday so that leaves you the listener like like till friday afternoon to to purchase so if you haven't done so do so you
1: lucky listener now is the time to push that button and and make a decision make a change for the better in your tabletop post-apocalypse gaming situation
0: yes you won't regret it it's really a, a steal at you know at twice the price it'd still be a steal so i don't yeah
1: I think so too. I'm, I'm happy with uh, the work. I think it looks great. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm looking forward to doing more of these things. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so, so yes, please, if you have not backed, please go look uh, and, uh, and check it out. And um, you know, if you still, if you have questions about the project, uh, you can send them in uh, Kickstarter. Jeff will, I am sure be hovering over the uh, keyboard <laughs> waiting to take, to take your answer as soon as he possibly can and, and, and fire it into the ether with all of the speed of uh, the wave motion gun from Starblazer.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes, I, I am hovering. So you are quite correct. And uh, we've actually had quite a few number of people commenting, and there's been a fair amount of discussion back and forth. One of the things I realized early on that uh, that was often asked was, you know, is this tied to a game system? And um, so there's this, so there's this, um, there's a podcast I listen to called Punch Up the Jam. <laughs> and so they listen to a song, and then they'll, they'll play it slowly and kind of analyze the lyrics. And then at the end, they'll do an improvement to the song is kind of the thing, but these people are just, they're funny people. So, but you learn a lot, but they're also, I don't know how to describe it, but anyway, so they did, um, uh, what's that really long Meatloaf love song off of the, uh, oh, I won't, I won't, I won't do that. I'll do anything for a but I won't do that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I will do anything for love, but I won't do that. Right. So what is off it is that, of that he, he won't do? too.
0: What? what is it that he won't do?
1: Oh, he oh I don't oh good lord, I don't know. <laughs> I will do anything to love, but I won't do that. I'll walk in the head. <laughs> now here's the deal. If if you want to get really technical, he answers that question in the Spice Girls movie Spice World. He is the bus driver uh, for them on their tour bus. And he actually, uh, which is, of course, a throwback to the first movie he was in called Roadie, for those of you who want to go right down that rabbit hole. And um, they, uh, they're, they're, the promoters are trying to get him to, to betray the Spice Girls or do something along those lines. And he says, hey, I love these girls, and I would do anything for them, but I won't do that. And so uh, the answer to that question lies in the third act of Spice World. <laughs> Uh Meatloaf says it uh in in the in the course of the story. So Well uh, this,
0: this, the sound engineer said, you know, you better be tell people in that song very blatantly, you know, what it is you won't do. He goes, what's well, in there? They they'll know. He said, I'll bet you a hundred dollars. They will not know what, what it is you won't do. He says, Yeah, I'll bet you a hundred dollars because it's in the song. <laughs> And so, That's amazing. Anyway, it's in the song if you want to listen to it. But anyway, right. but the same thing was is like, I, I, you know, people were asking system, and I thought all that information was in there. And if you look into the the snapshots of the thing, you could see that. I thought I don't need to go explain exactly that it really wasn't OS that it wasn't tied to a particular system, but but the creature write ups they are kind of writing with an OSR set. But then I realized after like three people asking, it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm meatloaf. Yeah. I, I think everybody knows <laughs> what I want to do. And so then I put I, it in there I, and bolted it. So, uh,
1: yeah, I had to, I, I told several people that it was system neutral and they went, so OSR. And I went, well, if you want to, yeah. <laughs> you know, I it's really neutral. So whatever you want to do, yeah. So, so I can do it with uh, metamorphosis. Yes, whatever the whatever <laughs> thing you got, that's the whole point. If of you that. want to do it so. with my
0: what, my uh, what's the pony one, my
1: uh... oh my, my my little pony. <laughs> yeah, if yeah.
0: One My Little Pony RPG. Go for it. We will yeah, not. You'll nutty. find inspiration there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I don't think that was a bad thing. No, uh, no. But I just I need to be more so clear all. about it. I just realized afterwards. So, but. The, the question is that uh now has has i got asked this uh during the q and a uh the other night um has i don't know if anybody's asked you uh will there be a game system for it <laughs> no no okay <laughs> no 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 you didn't even hesitate you were like no man, that's no. that's that's a path to
0: madness that's a path to damnation no create a, a, it a it system is. for it
1: no here there be monsters. Oh my goodness. Sure.
0: Yeah. I think the problem is, is it, the problem with doing a game system is it requires a whole lot more cognitive load and a lot more yeah. trial and error. We can kind of throw some creatures out there and it's not going to bust anybody's game.
1: Right. And, and I know people like doing quirky little systems and stuff like that. And, and you know, for a small game where you've got an eight page zine, I think that's great. Do something weird. Cause you're, cause I don't have to learn much cause it's eight pages but unless I can come up with a mechanic that really fits a niche or satisfies a need that is not being met, there's really no need to to reinvent that wheel because there's so many inventions around. And right now, almost everybody medium-sized and higher has an OGL, an open game license. So why you know? I don't see why you couldn't just take your own, take whatever vanilla thing you love, love the best, and write for that. That just seems like the smarter.
0: Yeah, I think so, and I think because it's not overly complicated, you could you could easily port it into a, like a Power by the Apocalypse style game if you wanted to. Yeah. I mean, there's the creatures are that way, but like, but I think just because of descriptors and the way people are written up, it's it's. I think the main thing too is that. Most of the time, it seems like in days past with RPGs, that all the NPCs had stats so that you would, I guess, potentially fight yes. them, right? But right, and you can here, but that's really not the intent, you know. To no, to... definitely not.
1: <laughs> and you know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I know you have a uh, you have extensive game knowledge. Uh, whenever I'm in a game, whenever I'm running something, whatever it is, let's just call it Cthulhu or whatever, I have a tendency when I'm playing a campaign, to um, stat anything I see in that in whatever system I'm currently you know looking at. So you know, right now I'm playing Five E, and. You know, anytime I see uh, something cool on screen, I'm like, oh, cool, that's a feat. And that's a, you know, he gets advantage for that. I just, it's just natural. So I hope, and I don't think I'm unique. I I know a lot of guys who who relate to the world in terms of how many hit dice does that Chrysler have. (laughs) So, right. This to me is, this seems like a really kind of a no brainer. If you like, you know, for example, Grill, Fender, and Royce. I guarantee as soon as you look at the artwork and look at the write up, you go, Oh, I know what these guys. are doing. <laughs> yes. That's two levels of toughness. And he's got hand to hand, you know, I mean, it's, they just, they can sort all that out like instantly and it's better that way because you, because now you don't have to go, well, I wouldn't have done that. Right. No, you do whatever you want. <laughs>
0: right. Cause you, you could, you can use things like fate where you're doing more aspects and things or something more complex. Um, But yeah, it's been, it's been quite an experience and I'm actually surprised at the, the success of us working together. I mean, it was just kind of a fluke thing. You know, like I mentioned, I just kind of run into things without really knowing if they'll work, you know? (laughs) Well,
1: I have come to the conclusion that I am a really good team player. Uh, So uh, I work very well with others um, because i learned long ago when, when I was doing comic work and, and have, you know, I had to work with an ensemble of people that I have a part, but I don't have to do all of it and shouldn't do all of it because I'm really good at this one thing, but I'm not so good at the other stuff. And so, you know, yeah, I, I, I love this kind of collaborative thing. I thought your, your system was ingenious the way you, you put the prompts together. And so, um, yeah, I think I think uh, I think as as a as an idea, it was just too fun. Yeah. I, I I got I got jealous initially because people were doing apocalypse stuff, and I love post-apocalypse games, you know. But uh, I just never can seem to get one going. Nobody wants to. Nope, it's got to. It's gonna have to be Gen X people because you know these, these kids today with their jazz records and their roller skates. They they don't like bleak dystopian futures. No. I'm like, but don't you see, we're here. I can play all of my Sex Pistols albums, and they're like, what's the Sex Pistols? So yeah, we're better off.
0: We are better off. So yeah, and I think the thing is to uh, as we as we further explore the the apocalypse. Uh, the apocalypse can take many. Uh, forms flavors shapes colors yes because it's the, the apocalypse is really quite right uh, quite wide as far as it, its particular scope so you can oh yeah. nitty- gritty, realistic to you know
1: yeah out there where the buses don't run that's what i think this first zine really kind of covers it, it it sort of squats down over all of it yes so that there's something in there for everybody um which i which i which I think is great. I, I, you know, um I would, I, and I, I think I mentioned this in the Q and A. I would not be opposed to doing theme stuff in future issues. I think that'd be fun. Yeah,
0: you said a couple. You said a couple. Th- a couple titles. <laughs> it's like I was reading the the Q and A. Surely you're close to being done because uh, I was on Tankar show and it was like you said uh, Commandy, and it just like triggered. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it's on. We got maps, we got creatures, we got the nations. We're going to, we are Let's going do to this. do a, yeah. you know, I, I spelled commandy backwards. Like, could that work? I don't know. Okay.
1: How can we rip
0: off the copyright without ripping off the copyright?
1: Maybe, maybe you just, ex- maybe you just broaden it into the Jack Kirby verse. Oh, the Kirby verse. Because uh, <laughs> you could, because, because then you could fold Thundar into it as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just, I love that. I, I love those, those takes.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree. And, and as we're, as we're, I guess this is the last one that we're doing for the, the journey. So maybe we can wander a little bit, but my goodness, how superior he Com- was to Planet of the Apes. I don't know if that's heresy, oh. but I want to see that.
1: I no, I adore Planet of the Apes. That was an, that was probably the first post-apocalypse thing that I saw. You know, and Gorillas on Horseback just scared the bejesus out of me as a kid. But yeah, when you when you find Commandee and every issue is this double-page battle scene with these crazed, you know, animal men, uh, savages. I'm just man, so good. And then, and then weird technology that nobody knows how it works. I mean, you know, there's I think I think a lot of people have have taken elements of that for their their post-apoc or their their far future games but you know I know I know a lot of people myself included who built a Thundar campaign out of Gamma World for you know when, I mean as soon as as soon as I saw what Gamma World was my first thought was I need to stat up a mock. I need <laughs> I, I need mocks in this game, and that weird horse that Thundar rides, and I don't know what demon dogs are or the Lords of Light, but I'm putting it all in there. So, so I and I don't think that's gone away. I think I think people are still. Oh yeah, as as yeah. Age, I think, Mean crawl classics sort of,
0: has demonstrated the thirst for just going full Kirby esque and beyond is is yeah. there. So.
1: Yeah, get weird, man. Yeah. yeah so anyway, that's what our
0: future is going to hold. We don't know what, but it's it's going to be weird. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, I like it. I, I, I like. I I think I think the weirder the better. I don't know. I don't know that. uh I don't know that playing it safe was ever a good idea. But I think in these days, the as far out as we can go is where we need to be. We
0: can do that. We can go far out. You know, we can we can dabble. We can we can keep one foot on the ground and both feet in the air. We can do them both.
1: That's the point of it being a zine. You know, the buy-in isn't very much and y'all get to watch us play. Yes, I, I definitely
0: want I definitely I like the idea that we'll just try different themes, but I also like the idea of maybe someday we'll actually you know maybe do a fuller, bigger uh commandy-esque style book. Maybe
1: you have my sword and my axe. <laughs>
0: Let me know when. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. And so remember, just need, yeah. everybody, just go ahead and and pledge now. This is, this is, uh, time's running short. There won't be many copies after we're done. I'm not, I'm not, we're not doing a large press run. So.
1: And if you have already pledged, thank you very oh, much. Oh, yes. We thank really you. It. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, we, we know you have a choice of, uh, airlines and zines. And, uh, we appreciate you choosing, uh, to back this one. Um, it, it it really makes a difference and it matters and we're really appreciative. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Cause really in a lot of ways, you know, the, the, the it's, it, it also kind of indicates people's willingness and desire for a product. And it's very rewarding to have people that are, you know, glad and excited about the, the products that we make and, and that in turn just makes us excited to make more. Absolutely. Yep. So let's keep up the excitement, everyone. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Until next time. Take care. Take care.